Cynical Sheep is a listener-supported program. That means we depend upon you, the listener, to help us grow and keep the show going. You can help us by liking and sharing this podcast, leaving a review, and interacting with us on Facebook. If you have a question or if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, drop us a line at cynicalsheep.gp at gmail.com. Thank you for your support. Want you to get up this morning, skip around like a lamb. Well, he God, God don't never change. Oh, always will be God. This is Cynical Sheep. I'm here with Tony. Tony, how's it going? It is going well, Aaron. It's going well. How are you, sir? Going well. Hey, I never asked you. I've been meaning to ask you like every episode, like after every episode, I'm like, forgot to ask you. Yeah. So I want to ask on this episode, what type of worshiper are you? Oh, <laughs> what type of worshiper yeah, am I? There's, a, there's uh, different styles of worshipers. Uh, and let me, let me kind of explain this for the people listening. There's, um, there's the, the Superman, you know, they got their arms stretched up high. Uh-huh. Not to be confused with the the don't shoot position. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. You have the then you have the, uh, the the one asking the question. You know, they had just one hand raised. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I have a question, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> uh, now that doesn't count for people in in the on the worship team. If you're on the worship team, that doesn't count because they have to have one hand to hold the mic. And the other hand, so they're actually lifting up in, uh, you know, in worship. So that's a, it's a totally different one. Uh, uh, gotcha. Worship, yeah. worship team is exempt. Um, and then there's the uh, the one that's carrying the casserole. You know, this is the one with the arms out to the front, palms upturned. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. they're, yeah. They're, they're they're holding their, they're ready for someone to take yep. this dish. Yeah, hot dish, hands. hot dish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is that the last thing of them? Or that again? Oh, there's more. No, I was saying <laughs> is that. Go ahead. I was wondering. No, yeah. The last one. The last one is the lazy. It's just they just put their arms up to the side. It's kind of down to the side. You know this. Uh, I really don't know what what you would call that one. The, the hand holder. There you go. The hand holder. They're, they're waiting for the hand. Yeah. Uh, I got you. Ah, interesting question. Nice way to start off the week and uh, the episode. Uh, I, man, I'm telling you what. I kind of fall. I ah, I I got to I kind of fall into the question asker, and I'm trying to think: is that where I normally would fall? Because I almost get that pass. I, I run sound, so it would be irresponsible for me to not at least have one hand right down, down where I can stop some feedback should it occur. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so almost by default, I find myself in that, but I'll be honest with you, Aaron, here's the deal too. God has put, he put a love of music in my heart a long time ago. I mean, yeah. and so for me, man, I, I, I'm probably the most active person in the church aside from the worship team i'm 
I'm bobbing my head and I'm whatever back there is. I'm, you know, mixing sound. So cause that's all I'm doing is focusing on the music. So, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of me. I worship. I kind of worship, I guess. Uh, yeah, like David did. I dance. I, I, I do my thing back there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked at the uh, – back in the uh, in the sound booth and everything else, but the, we had the sound booth and the environmental booth all, you know, in one thing. Mm-hmm. And so – when I would work back there, I did the, uh, um, the slides, you know, and yeah. person my left. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I would, <laughs> but sometimes I would be getting into it and getting into the worship and, uh, I forget to change the slide and my, the, you know, the guy next to me is kind of poking me like, Hey, and I'm like, Oh man, you know, <laughs> I forgot, I forgot I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, in church, I'm working. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, so, I'm in, yeah. I'll take it back. I'm in church. I'm not having church. Let me do <laughs> In church, not having church. But so my apologies <laughs> to the woods when I was running slides. If I got a little behind, that was, that's what was happening. I, I, I forgot my place and I was having church back there. Participation was low <laughs> the days you were back there. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. No, that's but yeah, that's me, man. I'm a, I'm kind of a yeah, I'm a mover and a shaker and yeah. So, and I've been running sound so long now, it, it's hard for me to remember. Yeah, I want to say I, that probably translates though to me as a worshiper if I'm free of the board and out in the audience too. So. uh yeah, I'm probably at that point. I don't know. Eighty percent of the time, I'm probably still a hand raiser, but I, I'm a both. I, I'm I'm probably all of those at one time or another in the service. So, yeah, depending, yeah. Depending on how long the worship goes? <laughs> how long? How long they've been playing that bridge? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So this week we're talking about: Have you been hurt by the church? Mm-hmm. And um. I think if you've been in the church any length of time, that's probably happened. Um, been hurt by someone in the church or, you know, uh, and this ranges from all different things from, you know, someone said something that might have just, uh, you know, hurt your feelings or set wrong with you, or it could have been, um, you know, there's even more, the more extreme uh, versions of this are people that have actually suffered abuse um, you know, from the hands of people that they trusted in the church. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, any any thoughts before we get started, Tony? Uh, not no, nothing. Uh, not, I don't think anything beforehand, Aaron. Uh, kind of had the same thoughts as you just expressed. You know, before I well prepared that you know this can be. Um, this can be all over the place. And I think, you know, uh, the reasons people are hurt by the church and, uh, from the, from the, from the ones that I'll probably address more tonight based on what my experience is and, you know, um, to the more extreme, like you mentioned, people that have actually been some way physically or otherwise harmed. Uh, yeah, but, uh, no, it's, uh, I, th- I think it's a really good topic. Uh, thank you. Uh, for sending this one out as an idea and uh, for the outline that we're going to kind of go through tonight. I think, I think it's really good. I think it's really good for, for anybody that struggles with that. And for what like you said, if, if you've been in church long enough and you're honest, 
I think this is going to be most of us. Well, number one, the first thing I wanted to go over is that, that you need to know that everyone has been, you know, where you are. Everybody's been hurt in some way, shape, or form uh, by someone in the church or by a congregation. Um, yeah. It's not, it's not unique. Um, it's something that happens when you're dealing with, um, you know, you use the term, you know, quote, flawed people a lot. Um, but I, I, I wanted to mention this. You, one thing you have to remember is that um, not everybody that goes to church and that sits in a pew every Sunday is a Christian. Mm. Mm, yeah. Um, Preach. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, sad, sad as that is, um, some people go to church for different reasons. Some people go because um, they're redeemed. Uh, some people go because it's smart business. Marketing uh, opportunities. Yeah. Mar yeah, marketing opportunities. Um, some people go because, uh, um, you know, that's just kind of the, what you do on Sundays. You right. Know? Um, and... Uh, like now you, we have, um, in the town where I live, we have a, you know, it's a pretty decent population. We have quite a bit of churches, but there's, I've noticed there's all there, any church that I've ever visited, there's never been just standing room only, you mm. know, there's, there's always seats left open. And, mm. and I was, I always thought as many churches as we have, there's no excuse for every person in the community not to go to church. Um, you know, and this could lead to another conversation later on about, you know, do we need another church in town, like a new church or something like that? Or do we need to work on, maybe we need to work on the ones we got. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, tonight anyway. Tonight anyway. But yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, not, like I said, reiterate, not everybody that goes to church is going because they're redeemed. Um, right. So remember that. And um, it's, it's sad, sad as it is, church, churches is kind of, you know, we don't want it to be this way, but it is. You still have to be careful with, you know, who you put your trust in. Yeah, um, right. You can't just, I mean, blindly putting your faith in people will always lead to disappointment. Uh, there's no right. doubt about it. Yeah, that's that's right. That's good. And uh, yeah, I, I, that that's that's the most critical thing I think of, of this episode is that people realize that um, you know I, that it's everybody. Everybody's been there. Um, I I think every church I've attended at one time or another, I can point to a specific instance. You know, uh, that in my case was normally. Uh, my offense towards something, you know, uh, typically that happened, you know, when um, somebody, you know, my, my feelings got hurt or whatever else, if I'm, if I'm being honest, uh, sometimes there was some validity to it. I'm not saying they were never, you know, uh, there was never any valid stuff. And, and there were times too, where what happened to me was a pattern of behavior. And so I saw it happen to other people. And so it needed to be you know, needed to be addressed in one way or another. And uh, in, in my case, it's not necessarily where something was so blasphemous or something like that that it turned me off. It was usually a lot more personal than that. 
Have you ever you ever been um, hurt by someone in the? Uh, you don't have to give specifics, but like, uh, uh, oh well, I'll give you an example because this is kind of what I'm asking. Like, yeah. has it ever been from a message from the pulpit that's you know just kind of stepped on your toes that you didn't like? Um, like like saying not necessarily. I know some people leave the church for that. They'll hear the preacher mm-hmm. say something that is biblical. But maybe, mm, yeah, today's times it may be it's not popular or politically correct, whatever you want to call it, and so they, you know, they get butt hurt, and then they, you know, they decide not to come to church at all anymore. You know, right, right. I, you know what? Those, those situations for me are the easiest. Those are those are ones that, uh, uh, quite honestly, that there's a difference there and those like you said a lot of times it, uh, it's something that honestly just the holy spirit's convicting me of and i may not like it you know initially i may yeah. push back on it or whatever else but uh but i've come to learn that those specific instances are usually something like that yeah i may not like it or whatever else but those are those are different those are not things that well i'm going to leave the church over that you know this that, that's just not you know uh, I'm not going to put up with that kind of, you know, behavior. It's not, it's not that. And those instances, those are, those typically result in growing exercises where, um, yeah, I hear something. And like I said, the, the sting is there initially. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, and granted I've heard things that I didn't necessarily, you know, agree with, and you and I have talked about this and we've beat this horse you know, till it's unrecognizable, but, uh, you know, as far as finding something in, you know, for a preacher that's been doing, has been, you know, a pastor for 10, 20 years, finding something in that history that doesn't offend you in some way, uh, you know, that's going to be next to impossible. Right. So, um, so, you know, again, we're uh, like you said, and we, like we harp on, we are um we're flawed people uh pastors included and uh so for me those those instances are not necessarily you know the ones that stick out to me because those are are growth opportunities usually well with that i'd like to say um if you if you have been hurt by the church um it's important to um not get too caught up you know with um you know uh not to get too caught up in the bitterness and and allow hatred of the church to gather roots. Um, it's it's doesn't seem like you know you're a new Christian and everything um, coming to hate the church seems like something that would be um, unheard of, you know, something that you couldn't do. But it actually uh, it could be a lot easier. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, I mean, just happens gradually, you know, uh, this, this person, um, says something to you and you, you know, you're continuing in with them and you just, instead of praying about it and really seeking, you know, or really giving forgiveness. Um, and again, this is probably another one, probably another episode talking about the difference between forgiveness and forgetfulness. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're giving, you're, you're giving, you're not allowing yourself to f- give forgiveness. Um, 
you know, that bitterness is growing inside you and everything else. Um, and then it gets to the point to where you don't want to be around that person. So you stop going to church and then yeah. you go to another, she's like, okay, I'm going to go to another church. Well, then it's easier just to leave that one because something else rubs you the wrong way there. And then it gets, you know, two or three churches down the line, you're not even in church anymore because you, you can't find the perfect one. And there's not a perfect one. There was a old pastor used to come around um, to my church back in uh, where we used to live. And this, we were in between pastors at the time, actually, and we had just went through a split. And that pastor would tell us, he said, if you're looking for a perfect church or if you found a perfect church, don't start going because you'll ruin it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Great advice. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, Aaron, we, and that's another thing, you know, we talk about it a lot, but uh, I think it's important people realize that, um, that, that bitterness, how unhealthy bitterness is. It's, um, you know, uh, what, what is it? Somebody has, I think it's been said before, uh, bitterness is the, the poison you drink to kill somebody else. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's so true. And I heard a great sermon back in the day of uh, all virtual COVID sermons. That was one um, that, and it basically it was, uh, it was just one of those things that, you know, when you hear it and it, and, and I realized that there were some of these for me and it's uh, issues that I was hanging on to, you know, past things, this and that, that, never brought to the light so my relationship suffered with these people because it was always when things got sideways then you know that issue was at the root and since it wasn't dealt with everything was you know was just built upon and and, and made every little disagreement or whatever else worse and the same thing happens here you know then like you said uh whether it's within that church if you stay within that church or if you go to another one and all of a sudden the next the next reason to leave becomes so much easier uh and you know there's people that do this there's people that believe it or not there are people out there that do this and they have made a life out of um causing divisiveness in the church uh because they got they have these issues and then uh there's something with them says that okay i need to rally people around me and and my thoughts on this and how i feel and so they fracture church after church you know and uh I, right. i've experienced that in the church i've i've experienced you know people in our church that uh you know it was, it was heard before and was forewarned and you always you know as a christian what other choice do we have you know you, you want to believe that okay that this is going to be different uh and, and and not saying the Holy Spirit can't or won't do that, but uh, but there are people that that's just kind of their mo. And so you gotta you gotta realize that. And um, for you personally, you know, just the the bitterness have to can't let that fester. You can't let you can't let that fester. Well, that's and that's just great advice. There's some that doesn't have to be with your church body it definitely needs to be, you know, your relationship with your church body, but just, uh, in all your relationships, bitterness is, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that'll eat away at you, um, slowly. 
Yeah. And look, I mean, look, if we look at what the Bible says about it, we're supposed to, if somebody offends us, we're supposed to go and talk to them about it first. That's right. Um, there's a, there's a lot of personal accountability in the Bible and you have to take, just like if somebody offends you, you know, um, you need to go and, and have a talk. Now that not, they might not necessarily apologize, but, right. um, you know, you're talking to them if they, if it's an action they've done and they continue to do it, then that's when you're supposed to bring in, you know, two or three people or you can bring in the, you know, um, bringing the pastor to it. Um, right. Um, if you have deacons in your church, um, that's, I, w- I would utilize the deacons non-biased as, as, yeah. as yeah. or less biased than the preacher can be. Um, I don't, I don't know if the pastor is the best intermediary, maybe as a last resort. Right. Um, just because. No, and, and, that, and that's what your leadership team's there for. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and just know, and know that, that that's what they're there for. Um, that is, that is the responsibility of the elders or the deacons in the, in, in the church. That is, that is one of the things that they sign up for. So absolutely. Uh, if you have that, you know, that, that availability, hopefully you do, if you're, you know, in a healthy church, then that's going to exist. And, and you can take that route. Cause I, I agree. I don't, you know, if, you know, now it may be something you eventually have to take, take the task with your pastor. But um, I, I would say in most cases, yeah, that's things to approach the leadership, you know, of your church with. Yeah. And this doesn't mean gossip about the person that offended you. That's... No. Right. <laughs> Two separate things and maybe even another episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, seek counsel. Look, look within your church and see who your leadership team is, um, whatever you call them. They're whatever you know. Um, and get some help from them. Maybe get some counseling from them. You know, if you you know before, yeah. like, hey, this is what happened. I've talked to the guy and everything else, and or the girl. I've talked to them, and they won't. Um, you know, they just they keep on doing it. Um, yeah, you, know, you may find something like. You know, you go talk to them and be like, oh, yeah, I've been so and such and such been doing that for 20 years. You just, you kind of learn to live with it. And then go, <laughs> <laughs> and you learn that you're be like, oh, okay. So everybody's dealt with this. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I also think, you know, it's possible, you know, be, be prepared, be prepared because uh, yeah. there may be some introspection. Right, you may, be, you may be in the wrong too. You may be like, Why? exactly. So you, you just be, just know that. Be prepared be for that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But absolutely, seek counsel. Seek counsel. That's right. That's right. And uh, you know, um, look, look at um, when I, you know I talk about forgiveness a lot, and it's. And like I said, forgiveness is not forgiveness. Um, forgiveness right. is is one of those things where, you know, you're, um, yeah, somebody did something bad to you, but you're not going to allow that instance to take foot and have a hold of your heart 
you know, of your soul. Um, you're not going to let it affect your walk with Christ. Um, and you got, you got to remember as well, uh, this is one thing I always keep in the front of my mind, how, how much sin did I have to commit for Christ to die for me? You know, how much wrong did I have to do to him for him to die for me? And he still forgave me. He still died for my sins. And um, that's always something I think you need to keep in the in the front of your mind is, you know, just forgiving for forgiveness sake, you know, is um, I don't I don't know if we can do that as, um, quote, flawed human beings, you know, but if you if you keep that in the front of your mm. mind, say, look, I, I, I send, you know, I've done this to Christ. He's forgiven me. I can forgive other people and look to scripture, look to scripture for, for inspiration and everything else. Um, yeah. Well, like, like one of the things, you, you know, you said there, the Bible says about it for certainly, you know, uh, right. That's the way we get forgiveness, right. It's to give, give forgiveness, give forgiveness and we receive forgiveness and, 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 and you know, and, and the Bible says so. And so that's the way, you know, uh, we, we are, um, we are supposed to go about life. That's the way we are supposed to interact with our brothers and sisters. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, like you said, it, it doesn't mean that, uh, that you're not, uh, in, in, in particular, I'm going to go back to a second and it's not, it's not part of this issue. We've talked about much, uh, to this point, but Aaron mentioned it at the top. And I, and I did as well. I just said, I don't have any experience with it, but, um, you know, in, in particular, when those, episodes, those instances where people have been hurt in ways other than what we've talked about, hurt, um, a hurt that has left a lasting trauma, you know, that's, that was, it's not something that, that would be irresponsible for me to tell, you know, anybody that, that, that forgiveness and, in, and, you know, just the, blatant forgetfulness of that is the same thing because it's not uh so yes well somebody's been in that situation you know definitely um that that's not what we're saying here we're not saying you know uh for for forgive them and then you don't have to allow them the opportunity to, to do anything again that's that's not that's not two distinct separate things and uh so that's you know it, it's a I, I won't advise to keep a record of wrongs, but uh, but definitely learn from you know learn from what your experiences are. Uh, but forgiveness is something that that you need that you need personally for you for your well being, um, uh, and, and so that's why forgiveness is important not not to restore relationships or all those things, but to clear that path uh between you and the heavenly father um the it, it's it just it, it impedes that relationship when there's anything unforgiving in your heart right uh, no when instances like that you may not know where to even begin to find forgiveness you know it's understandable mm -hmm. Like you said, when you've got something that happens, you've got, you know, long lasting trauma. Um, 
you may, you know, you're sitting there thinking, it was like, there's no way, there's no way I can ever forgive him, you know? Mm. And, mm-hmm. and I, I'm sure you've heard people say, I've heard people say that, you know, like I, I can never forgive, I can never forgive this person for X, Y, and Z. I'm like, you know what? I, you know, I understand, I understand. I don't, I don't know what, you know, I don't understand what you've been through, you know? Um, yeah. I'm sympathizing, I guess, you know, as, a, as right. a, um, but uh, ask the way to go about that is and this may be something, this may be the area where God really uh, models your heart after his. Um, and I, and I, I say that to say, this is something that you say, I don't have that forgiveness in me. I don't know where I can even start. You can start by asking asking God to give you the forgiveness, you know, and be honest with yeah. you. I don't have it. I don't have it. And I, yeah, probably, yeah. I won't ever on my own accord. Um, I need you to give it to me. And it's, it's not going to be, it's maybe one of those things that's not going to be instantaneous. Um, and it may be, you know, it may come one day and then another time it may be, and it may be short lived. You may yeah. be, have forgiveness for a little while and then, um, you have something, you know, you have a, uh, a trigger and then you, know, you have to start all over again. That's a, it, it may be a continual process. Um, I, you know, it's, especially if you haven't, I would, I would definitely, um, seek some, some definite counsel on that with people that have experience in that, you know, with, yeah. with certain with different problems, you know. Um, yeah, that's right. And the um, you know, the you know, last point I wanted to say is uh, or go over is stay in the body. Um, you you may find a you know I'm not a proponent to um, church hopping. Um, I think I think everyone needs to have a um, a church home. Um, this is not to say that you have to become a member or whatever the first church you start going, you know, that you visit. But um, yeah. at, at the same time, if if need be, if you cannot, there's some situations where you cannot stay in the situation and and be able to forgive the person while you're around them. You may have to separate yeah. yourself from the whole you know, from, from not the whole body, but you may have to separate yourself from that place. Um, and that's understandable. Yeah. Uh, you can Absolutely. find, you know, find another church. Um, like I said, there's, you're not going to find a perfect one. Um, but find one that, uh, teaches, you know, good sound biblical doctrine and, um, maybe can, maybe can help you out, you know, uh, work through the stuff that you yeah. need to work through. Right. Yeah. And uh, to that point, Aaron, I, I, to, as we, we talk about this and as a prepare, and when I thought about this, you know, this last point to remain in the body, that could be, that could be, you know, like you said, that could be where you are, where God has you planted now. That may be due to extenuating circumstances. That could be um, a, a new church home. Um outside the 
extreme cases. I, I can't think of many situations where uh, where addressing that, because a lot of this is personal responsibility as a Christian, right? As a believer, as a follower, a lot of this that we've talked about tonight is get get in your Bible. It's in it's in there. It's, you know, we're not we're not <clears throat> just uh, uh, throwing out advice at you. These are, these are this is stuff that you can find right there in the word and so i think even at the instance even if you do you know decide to move on or whatever else there's there's something healthy about um about this uh, even if it's not reconciliation uh, the attempts towards uh towards that and towards understanding because each like i said each one of us has a responsibility in that it's not you know, uh, your pastor's responsibility to keep everybody happy. It's not, that's not what, that's not how the church, you know, it's not the church dynamic. And so uh, if, if you find yourself in that situation, even if that's the case and, you know, you don't see yourself, you know, stay in that body, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a healthiness to, to talking through these things and, and, and following scripture and, and the scriptural advice that's, you know, given. So, I, I just think that I think more good than bad can come from from such an experience. Uh, I, I believe our church, uh, in particular, being on the opposite side of it, does a really. I don't know if we do a good job. I think we do a decent job of those that leave our church of still loving them and and doing those things. You know, maybe we're not we're not bugging them. We're not you know, not somebody new at their door every day or something like that, <laughs> you know, not, you know, not smothering anybody who leaves the church, but, um, but I do think we do a good job. I mean, because, which I guess is the other side of this, right? If you're that person, if you're in the church and that happens, uh, we too have a responsibility, right? That, that responsibility is, uh, to show others the love of Christ. That's what, what we are here to do and it is um that is our objective and so uh from that from that side too you know nothing should ever be so bad you know or just so unrelatable that you just that you can't love on that person you know no matter what decisions they make and where they where they decide to attend church next sunday all right guys well, I think that's it for this week. Uh, as, so, as always, uh, shout out to those poor souls in Denmark and Belgium. They're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> what? What? Send us a, what send list us, do you have to do with your time? <laughs> send us a message on Facebook. We want to hear from you. Those are Denmark we, and Belgium. Those people are listening. We do. <laughs> in particular, if you're listening from you can Belgium or Denmark. Yeah, and you can even write in your language. Man, I got Google Translate. We'll figure this out. This is that's right. <laughs> that's right. We need we need to hear from you. This might be my cousin. Uh, yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, our English speaking cohorts, we're not getting much interaction with them. So. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> look overseas. <laughs> yeah, we're getting from we're big America. in Japan. Oh, we're getting from United States is crickets. 
<laughs> oh man yeah so yeah anyway it, it's, it, reach out to us tell us what you want to hear talk about tell us what you want us to shut up about whatever yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let us know let us know all right guys well that's enough for us <laughs> so we'll see you next time see you later tony uh see you see you folks